0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 547. How Do I Survive the Frustration of Online Dating? By Evan Mark Katz of EvanMarkKatz.com Howdy, OLD, friend. I'm your host, Joss Marie, and I'm here every weekday to help you optimize your relationships. So if you're seeking to learn more about better dating, marriage, and parenting, you're at the right place. Today, I'll be narrating a post from Evan Mark Katz on how to thrive in the world of online dating. So let's keep moving right along and start optimizing your life. How Do I Survive the Frustration of Online Dating? By Evan Mark Katz of EvanMarkKatz.com Quote, Hi Evan, I'm a big fan of the blog. I've been excited to start meeting guys in my new city, LA, same as you. But I've already started feeling disappointed. I signed up for Match.com and OkCupid. It seems there are plenty of men looking on these sites, but hardly any saying hello. And if they do say hello, the emails are boring. Hey, I'm thinking of getting some sun this weekend. How about you? Or they make me think these guys have me on a pedestal. If you don't mind me saying, I think you are beautiful, and your profile seems so genuine, I hope you write back. I've taken your advice and posted pics of me looking fun, cute, and active. Wedding guest and bridesmaid pics, vacation pics, a fun sibling shot, labeled, with my bro and sis. So what is the deal? I'm 29, I'm pretty and fun. In my bio, I basically state I am a retired jet setter who still wants to have fun, but do it on a local level. I've read a bunch of profiles and tried to reach out to men who are my equals, both in lifestyle and dating goals, but these guys haven't responded. I'm thinking, we are so alike, why aren't you responding? Granted, I'm just starting out, but it's already frustrating. How am I supposed to take these emails that I'm getting? I find them so mass-market, like I bet they copied and pasted and sent to 30 girls without reading about me at all. How do I get to the next step? Should I wink first? Are sending messages a bit too much? Angie, End quote. There are two entirely separate issues being discussed here. One is your frustration with online dating overall. The other is with the nuances of how it's done let's deal with them separately. First of all, I want you to consider all the other places that you could meet 30-something men in Los Angeles. Through events from LA Weekly, through email lists like Thrillist, through random happenstance at the gym at Ralph's on Sunset Boulevard, at the UCB Theater, through meetup.com, through friends' house parties, through work friends and business networking, through setups, through matchmakers, through singles organizations, church or temple. And yet, despite all those options for young people here in L.A., it's tough. That's why I believe in online dating. Not because it's perfect, but because real life doesn't always provide enough opportunity on a week-by-week basis. And unless you get lucky at the Grilled Cheese Invitational or First Fridays on Abbott Kinney, it's very easy to live in a huge city and never meet any men. Online, you're always meeting men. Your ad is live for 24 hours a day for men to approach you. And if you log on for 20 to 30 minutes each day to reply and reach out to one new guy, your social life will instantly pop. None of this changes the quality of men, the quality of how they market themselves, and the quality of their interaction. All of which is, frankly, abysmal. But one thing I know from seven years of doing this job is this. A great profile and witty email doesn't necessarily equal a great guy. And generic profiles and emails often mask amazing personalities. As a result, you really can't tell anything from online dating. You just have to make the best with what you've got. This is what I discovered as a customer service rep at JDate in 2001. And it's the very thing in which I coach private clients every day. Writing a unique, confident, specific, self-aware, witty profile that attracts more men and higher quality men. Coming up with a -a one-of-a-kind username that instantly brands you and demands recognition filtering through the wrong men, funneling the right men from email to the phone to the real life date, keeping a healthy attitude about guys, and maintaining an open mind about why they do what they do. It's a lot of stuff, but it's finite and it can be conquered. Soon, everything will open up for you. So, instead of complaining, the wrong men always write to me, you will soon remember, aha, most men are the wrong men. In fact, 90% of guys I would never even consider dating which means that I can't get upset when I don't like 90% of the emails I receive. And I must be patient because I'm only open to 10% of the population. The higher your standards, the longer you will likely have to date online. Simple shifts in perspective like this are life-saving and allow you to persevere where you'd ordinarily quit. Your job is not to stop the wrong men from writing to you. If you're 29 and cute, they're going to be coming out of the woodwork. 55-year-old men from 100 miles away telling you that you're beautiful? Don't sweat those guys. Men copy and paste emails because such a low percentage of women write back to them. It's a bad strategy on their part, but you have to understand that they're failures and be a little more sympathetic to them. If you want a better online dating experience, you have to learn three things. How to write a better profile, how to flirt with men and keep them interested, and how to initiate contact with the men you want in a funny, confident way. My way is far more effective than anything you've done before, and it beats the hell out of more trial and error and frustration. Literally, my 64-year-old mother just went through all the Finding the One online material and found a boyfriend in one month. What do you think a 29-year-old could do if you learned how to do it right instead of complaining about how everything is wrong? You just listened to the post titled, How Do I Survive the Frustration of Online Dating? by Evan Mark Katz of EvanMarkatz.com. Thank you to Evan for always letting us share his work. I love how he talks about how simple shifts in perspective can be all you need to persevere. And I believe this is true not only in dating, but so many other areas of life as well. So with that, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you again tomorrow on Why Diamonds Aren't Forever, where your optimal life awaits.